the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for doing so. Beautiful afternoon, lots of sun, 74 the high, clear night, low 48. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, high 78, and for Sunday, kind of cloudy. Shower two possible in the afternoon, looks like, in a high of 75. Chicago 20 to 19 over Tampa Bay last night in Thursday night football. Eagles gearing up for their matchup against the Steelers Sunday afternoon at 1. Major League Baseball continues. Uh, Atlanta and the Dodgers both won yesterday, so they move on to the National League Championship Series. Game one for that's Monday. Houston advanced to the American League Championship Series. They'll play the Yankees or Tampa Bay. Those two teams play tonight, the only game that's going on. Their series tied at two games apiece, so whoever wins tonight between the Yankees and Tampa Bay moves to play Houston, and then it'll just be four teams. That series starts on Sunday. And NBA Finals, Game 5 tonight, Lakers and Miami. Lakers are up three games to one. Also, just a quick uh, note, we did not hit our goal in our partnership with Save the Children, but we did get some prog- some really good progress overall. So we're very thankful for the dozens of people who stepped up and helped out. Not going to get into all that today. Uh, if you do happen to want to get in touch, you know, backstage, so to speak, you can text me on the text line. I can get you in more info how to help uh, the text line for this, the show for that or anything else is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Our famous Friday show today, looking forward to having hip-hop artist KJ52 join us. He's a great guy, got some great music, including new music, and we're going to chat with him about a number of things uh, this hour and also this hour, because it's our famous Friday show. We want to kind of go a little bananas and give away some gift cards today. $5.60 $5.60 gift cards. They're nice and simple and sweet. And uh, they're enough to get you a couple of donuts and a couple of coffees or whatever you want to do. I guess Wawa has dollar coffee now, so you get five coffees with this. Uh, so they're to Wawa or to Dunkin' or Panera or Rita's. Your decision. All you need to do is text me between now and 5 o'clock with your name, address, and phone number, including zip. The whole thing. So all I have to do is write that on an envelope and mail you your gift card. If you just text me, hey, I want a gift card, that ain't enough. I need the whole thing. Make it nice and easy. If you want to specify the con you like, then go ahead and do that too. Again, it's Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. Your choice, $5.60. Anybody who texts between now and 5 o'clock. However, one per household. That's all we say about that. KJ52 joins us in just a moment. You're listening to Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 408 The Tim DeMoss Show. Our special guests 
on the program, KJ52. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> Ready to rock and roll? Such a dad, dad thing. <laughs> dads and dads and rock stars have the same phrase if you think about it. Really? I never, well, yeah. th- I never thought of it that way. Yeah, they got the same phrase. Dad walking out of the bathroom in the restaurant, ready to leave. You guys ready to rock and roll? Huh? Aging so, rock star on stage. You guys ready to rock and roll? Interesting. So, so what do you as a rapper say? Ready to rap? Is that a rap, guys? Like when you're leaving in the I restaurant? Wouldn't, I wouldn't say ready to rap and roll. I would say let's bounce. Let's get out of here. <laughs> let's bounce. Skedaddle. <laughs> bounce. Skedaddle. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's great. Uh, now I've learned something. Well, you're the one saying it, so I think you already knew. But, you know. I did not know. I never even thought of it. <laughs> and now I won't be able to forget it. Right. I'll be right there in the back of your head every time. You know I'm a literal kind of person, so that actually is true. Every time yeah. I leave a restaurant now, I'm going to have to talk to somebody. You know, I was talking to this guy, KJ, but he said, don't say rock and roll, let's bounce. If I say no, let's... No, I, never, I never said don't say it. I just said you and, and, a, and an aging uh, Leonard Skinner <laughs> would say the same thing. Hey, wait a minute. So you, now I'm aging. All right. Well, no, no, no. got to run. Take care now. Have a great day. Vintage. You're vintage. Yeah. Classic, I prefer. <laughs> Folks tuning in, we have a, a special guest today, the one and only world famous, well, KJ52, but not long ago you were thinking of retiring that moniker. So is it Jonah, Jonah Sorrentino, Jay Smoove? What are you What are you doing these days? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes to those. All of yes, the above? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whatever fits the moment. Okay. Right. Well, speak- option. Speaking of aging, I, I am thinking about it. I'd say once a year we had the privilege of connecting. Uh, talk about it 19 sure. times a year, but once a year we actually do. I yeah. can't remember. I know we had you on when the Christmas album was out a couple years back. I think that was December yeah. of 18. Sure. And then you had a couple albums since then, uh, including yeah. Victory Lap. And I'm not sure that yeah. we got to talk at that point or not. But And I have a new song out. So I'm like, it's time to gather up all these things and throw them into a show here. And get get the world updated on all things KJ52, Jonas Sorrentino, Jay Smoove. <laughs> so, Somewhere there's a Jay Smoove that's pretty tight. You're calling me that. <laughs> so let's start off for a second with the, with the new song. Let's start new, work back a little bit. The song, okay, sure. The song Rise featuring what, Shakira, is it? No, I'm kidding. Sakina. Sakina. I knew that. Shakira is the hips don't lie lady. Yeah, I know. I'm just, you know. That cultural reference. <laughs> so it is a it, now you're we're laughing a lot and you laugh a lot in your music and that's actually a question I want to ask you later with, about that. But uh, this song's a little little more a little heavier. Got a good got a good beat and all that. But uh, how did this song come about and 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 why is it out? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I mean, I think I've always kind of done both. I think maybe just the funny stuff tends to overshadow the serious stuff, and that's fine. I mean, I know where I tend to lean. So. It's not like I haven't done songs about racial issues in America or something like that before. It's just I'm not really known for that or doing tons of that. So I just was observing what I saw, wrote something from my perspective, you know, my story per se. Um, Also, there was a a message I heard pre-quarantine called The Third Option by a guy by the name of Miles McPherson, pastor out of San Diego. And uh, stir all that in together, that that became the verse. 
but I never had a chorus for it. I ran a contest, um, and then a girl from my church had reached out to me. She's from uh, Nigeria, or famous from Nigeria, and she was like, you know, feeling a certain way about some things in the church as it relates to racial issues. We had a great conversation. Though I know she enters the contest, wins it within a day. <laughs> so in a weird way, I said what maybe she was trying to say in my verses. She said what I was trying to say in the chorus. Wow. And the two things really complement each other well. So sat on it for a couple weeks, almost like a month or two, and then uh, dropped it. I've been doing what's called New Music Monday, dropping a single every couple weeks, and then Throwback Thursday, dropping an old song remade every couple weeks. So, yeah, I've just been trying this new experiment, just singles and singles, and and just keep putting music out there. So it's great because you don't have to be, you can be non-specific. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Well, take it, let's take a quick break. I want to uh, actually play the new song, Rise Up, in a second. We have a, a, a break to take first, but then we'll come back and check that out. The new one from KJ52 is called Rise. We'll keep things rolling from here. And don't forget, if you want to text in at 610-500-DOVE this hour, 610-500-3683. And we'll glad to get you a, a gift card free to Duncan or uh, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. One per household, $5.60, enough to get a couple of coffees and just a chance to hang out. It's designed to have a chance to say thank you for listening and maybe encourage you to spend a little second with a friend or two uh, and grab a, grab a beverage or whatever and hang out a little bit or a couple of water ices. That's the idea. It's courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown. We'll take our quick break, come back with a new song from KJ52 and much more. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 417, the Tim DeMoss Show. I want to jump right back into our uh, interview with KJ52. The new single we were talking about right before the break, brand new from him, is called Rise. So we cue this up and ready to roll. Check it out. It's a two-minute song uh, featuring Sakina Martin, who actually goes to KJ's church. Check it out on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. M560 WFIL.com on the app KJ52. His new single is called Rise, features Sakina Martin. You go to KJ52.com. It's right on the homepage. You can actually download that uh, for free. Rise. Oh, yeah. It cycles through. If you don't turn it down, it goes back to the beginning. I remember that happened the other day. Uh, KJ is a long time. We've known each other for many, many years. Uh, for folks just tuning in, during this hour, we often will have pastors, we'll have people from TV, people from music, movies, all kinds of walks of life. And, and KJ, uh, sometimes we'll have folks on every now and again, like as a repeat guest. And I like having KJ on uh, every now and again because um, you know, he keeps doing music, but also as a longtime friend and somebody who loves the Lord a lot and has a great sense of humor. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you know, we just played that song. Uh, Rise, which is obviously a, a little more on the serious side. In your, one of your songs, you have Philly cheesesteaks and tasty cakes referenced. <laughs> I just I, before I forget, because I will forget. Do, what what uh, your, do you have a favorite of, of either of those? The way you get you way that you get those made next time you're in Philly. What, what's on your cheesesteak and what tasty cake do you need? 
Uh, you know, you always you bring this up every time we have an interview, only because you're the one that introduced me to it. So I think this is a little self-serving. <laughs> Not a little but, self-serving, um, a lot self-serving. A, little, a lot. Um, <laughs> well, the candy cakes are good. Or do you like do you like the jelly crimpets or you know <laughs> butterscotch? I, you know, I realize most like specific food is meant to be eaten as together, right? So yes. like you picked me up one time. You're like, oh, you have to drink the grape soda eat the Philly cheesesteak, then have the taste cake. You're like, it's a progression. Yes, And um, by themselves, they're great, but by them together, they're even better. So, um, it's biblical. I can't say I'm a connoisseur down here in Southwest Florida, but, you know, <laughs> you take me there, I'll eat it. Okay. Yeah, well, you're not picky. I know. And it, it, no. There really isn't such a thing as a bad cheesesteak, I don't think, or, or tasty cake. But back on the well, highway. If you're not in Philly. If you're not in Philly, there is, definitely. True. <laughs> True. My brother used to fly his rolls to Chattanooga when he had a, a shop down there. He went to Covenant College, and he ran a, oh. like a hoagie shop. And he flew Amoroso rolls in because the rolls in Chattanooga, he's like, they're not, the hoagie is the roll. This cheesesteak is the Absolutely. roll. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I won't eat a Cuban sandwich outside of Tampa because it's just not the same. You know? See? See, folks who listen to this program and get a lot on the menu. It's not just one thing. <laughs> And they get it's that not with, one thing. They get that with your music. The song KJ just most recently, I guess, released uh, the song "Rise," uh, featuring yeah. Sakina Martin, and um, and it's so it's it's got a good hook to it, a good uh, line to it, and it's addressing some things in a serious way. But also, folks should know if they're maybe brand new to you, and that I'm sure you always meet new fans, whatever concert you've done, and all that. There's always somebody who's like, "This is the first time." Um, a lot of your songs, as you mentioned, are are a lot of fun. And um, and there's a wide variety of them. Where did where did the sense of humor for you come from? Because it, it could be easy, especially in the, maybe in the rap world, to take things uh, if you're dealing with heavier subjects, take yourself too seriously, and yeah. you don't do that. Yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of started to walk it back. I'm like, where did this all? Where did this? Where did this all go off the rails? You know, my dad had a very like dad humor. <laughs> you know, very pun driven. You know, roll your eyes kind of humor, but. Uh, he well, definitely was the type to keep it very light in those senses. So I think there's no question I picked up good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> that's great. I picked that up from him. But uh, I think also the thing is, you know, it was partially I think some of the stuff that I was raised around. You know, I'm going and doing, you know, plays and skits at like a super young age. I'm watching, you know, very grown-up type humor at a young age, whether that's Monty Python, you know what I mean, or yeah. – it's just all that I think, and I think part of it was just if if your brain is stimulated very young, you learn to look at things like from a zoom out lens, right? So if I see something and my commentary on it is either sarcasm or funny or you know tongue in cheek or it's you know turning it upside down or it's just being wacky zany over the top, I think that's just where it all comes from. I think it's just you tend to be able to look at things in different angles and yeah. You know, I realized, I, you know, I asked my dad once, I was like, Dad, why are you like this? You know, he, he goes, oh, well, your grandfather used to have to stick us in the car, and we would be stuck in the car for hours, and the only way to keep us entertained was he would just tell us these ridiculous stories, you know? <laughs> well, so, lineage, I guess. You know, it's interesting. Today is our Famous Friday show, and we always cap the program off with a segment called Now That's Punny, and it's Bad Dad Jokes. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, and and the way we do it is, I'll I'll say one, and then my producer grades it with different sound effects, like Dorothy saying, "What would you do with the brain if you had one?" or 
or I'll do, or, or vice versa. We take that different role. So, uh, but yeah. anyhow, just it's interesting you say that because uh, I had written down. Um, uh, there's one of them where it's like, uh, I'm told that I'm condescending. That means I look down on people. You know. <laughs> Are you still there? <laughs> Well, it sounds like... I, uh, I have no words. I have no words. <laughs> Stop. Let me, let me also say, too, I, I, and I was thinking about this, too. I was like, the other thing is I kind of came up in an era of hip-hop where there was so many different flavors, you know what I'm saying? So you could have something as serious and as militant as Public Enemy and then something as silly as Bismarck Eat. You know what I mean? Like, And they all kind of lived in one space. You weren't forced to pick a lane. You could enjoy all of them. So maybe that shaped it, too, when it came to the music. Yeah, for sure. On the Victory Lap CD, I guess was maybe what we were trying to connect for that. For example, you have a fun song, just kind of a chill song called Summertime, which is also, it's not like, say, funny, but it's fun. But you also have some serious songs on, on these albums. Um, and I guess Victory Lap, uh, maybe just to, uh, to let listeners know, um, that sound, if I'm not mistaken, that was kind of going to be it, right? You were wrapping things up, thinking, I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to be home. I'm not going to be traveling to all the concerts and all the music necessarily. Or what was going through your mind when Victory Lap came out? Well, it was supposed to coincide with the book, right? So the, the, the idea was that the songs that were on the album were related to stories in the book. And, you know, loosely connected, but still connected. And, I, you know, as I was writing it, I wasn't in a great place. I don't know what to say it except for... It was one year ago, so it's it's easy to look back now. But yeah. very unsure, very uh, you know, seeing the I don't want to say the end of something because you know, never say never, right? Um, sure. But yeah, I mean, all that played into it, so maybe it was a little darker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, honestly, um, for all the other albums I've known you for, it was like well, KJ's have KJ's a little stressed right now, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? and I, you know, and that's one thing I just felt like I, I don't know. I mean, the Psalms. I, I look at the Psalms; they're great templates for what to write. You know, you have some very dark night of the soul, and sure. then you have some very rejoicing things. So that's right. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Yeah, that's, uh, I got it. I got it. I want to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back and play that song "Summertime" from Victory Lap, which as we're talking about is a little bit on the. A darker side, a little heavier side, but that's part of life, and you don't need to hide that or whatever. But there is a kind of a fun, chill song called Summertime, and while the weather is still uh, summertime-worthy, if you will, we'll uh, make sure to slip that on here. We'll come back after that and keep our conversation going. KJ52, if you just tune in, longtime friend of the radio station, done a lot of events together over the years, and he's put out many albums, and uh, we're looking forward to featuring a couple more songs here before the program is through. And don't forget, you want to win a free gift card, and if anybody who texts the text line between now and the end of the show gets one for uh, Duncan, Rita's, Panera, or Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. It's part of our famous Friday show. Uh, one per family. We just want to spread them around as much as we can. $5.60, a couple coffees, a couple donuts, a hoagie, whatever it is. Hoagies are $4.99 at Wawa now, so you can, you know, actually get the five sixty. How about that? Uh, so, anyhow, 610-500-DOVE. Text yourself in, 610-500-3683. Just need your name, address, and zip, you know, and then we can mail your gift card out. Back with more in just a moment on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. And we are at an impasse. I'm afraid so. I can't compete with you physically, and you're no match for my brains. 
You're that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Tim DeMoss from the Tim DeMoss Show? Yes. Morons. No. No, I'm going back to sleep. Leave me alone. Summertime. No. Ah. All right, I'm up. Check. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. Take me on back to the summertime. Man, we used to laugh in the summertime. It's all we had in the summertime. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. From his Victory Lap CD, KJ52's groove called Summertime. Sunny the deal, the rest of today. 74 the high, 48, and kind of chilly night there. Clear skies. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sunshine. And, uh,. A high of 78. Sunday, kind of cloudy. A shower or two possible in the afternoon. Sunday's high. Uh, 75. Thursday night football. Chicago over Tampa Bay. 2019 last night. Eagles at Pittsburgh. Uh, Sunday afternoon coming up. One. Major League Baseball tonight. It's the Yankees in Tampa Bay. The winner of that goes on to play Houston in the American League Championship Series starting Sunday. On Monday, it'll be Atlanta and the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series. And tonight, Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Lakers and Miami going at it. KJ52 is our guest uh, today, and um, his new album, newest album is Victory Lap, but also has a new single called Rise, and a bunch of other albums over the years we've enjoyed, and some are fun, some are sil- silly and all that, and somewhere down the middle, just kind of a chill chill songs. Uh, if someone's trying to kind of get used to knowing who this KJ52 guy is, what album, I guess pick a couple of, of from your library that you would have them uh, start with what any recommendations in particular or yeah that's a that's a really tough one because it's kind of more dependent on who the person is but i generally say go listen to the jonah album okay um mainly because it's just a record that i'm very proud of one of the hardest things as an artist is to be concise and to be like to feel like you should, i said everything i wanted to say and i said it in the way i wanted to say it and i have you know i have that <laughs> right you know so um I think the Jonah album is definitely one of those. Plus, it's very, you know, emotionally significant for me when that record came out. Probably the Jonah album, and then maybe... Oh, man. It's hard, huh? I guess you get... Well... You get three. How about three albums? So they have more latitude there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I would almost have to know who they are, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I would say, like... Look, this isn't the vice presidential debate. You can actually answer the question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not being fair. How about well, it's 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 true. I mean, how many albums are there? It's north of a dozen, fifteen. Yeah, right. Fifteen, maybe, maybe more. All right, so it's my fault for asking an impossible question. But I, I'm just always thinking about the fact that if somebody knows your music already, they're a fan or they're close, they they can always just cycle back into it. But at any given point, someone's tuning into the radio station even for the first time, and they're hearing about this guy like I like hip hop, or like whatever. But what is this guy, yeah. and what is he about, and so you want sure. to kind of give them a reasonable introduction so that they want to take a second bite and keep going. So, I mean, even though it's probably one of my least favorite records, <laughs> yes. I would probably pronounce 5-2 only because, like, you're going to see that's the other extreme of yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that probably that record. Um, yes. It has your favorite know, song. And a Coke Fried Cheeseburger, I know you want to be, not be known as a one-trick pony, cause you're, and you're definitely not. And, but isn't, isn't there, aren't there something, and there's other, Revenge of the Nerds was a great song on that album. 
Uh, no, that's, you're, you're talking about collaborations. That's a different. That's oh, that's different right. Artist. That's right. That's the one fire. Um, you know, it's funny you say that because me going back and doing these throwback Thursdays, like actually going back and revisiting these songs and re-recording them. Yes. Um, in a funny way, it has probably given me more appreciation to it because I think now I'm just a different artist. You know, like so, like to go back and like to revisit it, like with this new twist on it, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I get it now. I get why this is enduring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and those, and just to, and to bring that up, you mentioned it earlier. The Thursdays is when you re-release a classic song from the past. How often is yeah. it? Every other Thursday you try and do that? I've uh, I've slowed down. See, you know, because of the, the way the algorithms work with digital streaming, I've actually had to go about every two to three weeks. Okay. Um, to make sure I hit the uh, this the playlist in the right time. So there's four singles up there. If you go to any one of my DSPs, you know, you'll see, you know, three of the three of those old ones and then two of the new ones. So yes. Um, just go look at singles. You know, we're all single driven these days anyway. So, okay. Yeah. And and, that, and just going back to the fact you said the other, after the Jonah album for folks to get introduced to your music, it's pronounced five, two, the other album. That's the one that has a lot of great songs on it too. It has your slim part two on it. I remember it has the Mountain Dew song, the fun one at the, at the back end, but it also has uh, back in the day. We used to play that on the, on the morning show all the time. And that's a fun yeah. one, but also you always up manage to have some good, even in the fun songs, there's often a, a, a good point in there somewhere in the third stanza you come back around and bring something in the mix so not that yeah. you have to you don't have to but you well, do, sometimes that's do probably the, that's probably the speaker in me always wants to like let's wrap it up you know <laughs> yeah talk about rap music for a second kj because just to even the the over the years how many would you say you've been doing this your whole life but more profe- officially professionally for 25 years something like that 22 uh, full time full time for 20 years okay uh my first demo i guess you could say i could record it was back in 93 so okay 27 years yeah i guess that inception so i'm sure stuff has changed over time where are you finding like people starting to say oh i kind of like that whereas maybe in the past they were like i don't i'm not into that or something has that has there been progress in that area oh man yeah no question i mean it's i feel like what what it is now is what maybe the conversation was about rock music 20 years ago you know what i'm saying like okay nobody blinked about rock music being in the church per se 20 years ago it was the normative you know it was the standard it was the one that set the pace hip-hop is basically that i mean like now yeah it's just very odd that you know that something that we fought so far hard to get relevance to in the church now it's just people's normal like they don't even it's, it, you know, I mean, those initial conversations that we used to have of, like, whether it's even allowed to be at the table. Now it is the table. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you, you know think, what I mean? That's the only way I can describe it. Is there a reason you think that, or, or any main reason that, uh, I, I have one idea, but I want to see what you think as to why that has happened, because it doesn't have to be inevitable, necessarily. Well, I think the main reason is just that those that were kids 20, 30 years ago are now grown-ups. I mean, they're grown-ups and older grown-ups. So with that, yeah, they didn't leave that music behind in the childhood. They took it with them, thus them becoming, you know, in power, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. once they became the gatekeepers and they became the pastors and they became the gate, you know, that's just, you know, and then those that were holding it out are just now moved out of the picture. That's the only way you can explain it. So. That it's the changing sense. of the guard, and when the guard changes, that guard is a different-looking guard. 
That makes a lot of sense. Well, and there's your speaker. There's your speaker logical side coming out. Um, <laughs> folks just tuning in. KJ52 is our guest. Every now in a great while, we get to have him on the program. Love uh, having a KJ. One of the reasons I, I really do enjoy your company is because of that blend of, of being able to be fun, serious. But more than that, it's really based on your, your walk with the Lord. And that's, I mean, without it, it's, it's a bit, it's a different ball game. So, um, when you are in concert, I think the last time I saw you in concert was a couple of years ago, but you had the spray paint thing out and you were demonstrating through art, uh, the message of the gospel. And so I just speak to that whole idea of, um, and, and do you still do concerts, by the way, if folks want to book you for a weekend, <laughs> I, I, I should put that yeah, out I there. I noticed that there's been a quarantine kind of affected live well, event. What if we wanted to come to Florida and, uh, cause I hear everything's open now. <laughs> or it keeps closing. Yeah, we're, we, we're open. We're definitely open. I mean, that's Florida. We don't. The Florida man is not a headline. It is a way of life. Okay, <laughs> that's the thing. Well, we do what we want to do down here. So when, when things are are when when we're allowed to have concerts again, uh, yeah. Is it in theory? Are you open to that concert? I'm just putting it out there in case we have a youth group leader, a church listening. It's like we like to bring that guy in sometime. Is that or are you trying to retire that side of your weary body uh, going all over well, the country? I mean, like I was. I was supposed to be at Creation Festival this year on my birthday of all things. Um, wow. But obviously that canceled. Yes. I'll be back again next year as their makeup year. Okay. I mean, I have shifted. You know, there's no question my, you know, my livelihood and my finances and my whatever, I've shifted into the local church. I am on staff as an associate pastor slash creative director slash volunteer director slash whatever they else tell me to do. Slashes um, on staff so, at your church? So many slashes. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, no, I'm still open. It's just it's just a different dynamic of how that works. I mean, I played my last show back in July. That was the only show they didn't cancel. Everything else canceled. I had shows this year. They just all canceled. Hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm down. I mean, I, I you know, I speak as much as I as I perform now, so okay. don't count me out in that area. But I just have to be a little more selective and more laser-focused in what I do now. Right. I just shared uh, a message at my church i'm on staff actually it's the first time i've been in front of the crowd because of the quarantine um and i talked about how to deal with offense in a biblical way in a healthy way and then i posted the message to my social media and someone got offended that i used boxes to illustrate my message so i was like how ironic is that (laughs) that you use what boxes I stacked up boxes as an illustration of, of things that we put our offense into, so to speak. Every box is representative of a different type of offense. And someone saw the picture and was like, just preach the gospel without props, man. <laughs> well, you know, I'm and sure... one of those boxes was, was literally about church offense. I was like, this is, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even illustrate. I can't, truth is stranger than fiction. It's part of public life, I suppose. You've had your share of... Uh, potentially deflating comments or whatever, but that's, you know, Jesus underwent a whole lot worse than that. So take heart in that, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. KJ52, our guest. We have a quick break to take. We'll keep our conversation rolling. And uh, don't forget 610-500-DOVE if you want a free gift card to Duncan, Rita's, Panera, or uh, Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Just need your full address. It's uh, for $5.60, enough for you to grab something to, to chow down or to take a friend for coffee. And uh, thanks to Brenner Chevrolet for doing that. Back in just a second, Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 447, the Tim DeMoss Show, KJ52, our guest on the program. We were talking about you not 
touring, but willing to. But you decided, the main thing is you decided not too long ago to scale back, right? To just settle in, have more time with the family. And... Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, you know, we waited a long time to have kids. So that was on, you know, on purpose. So by the time I'm like, well, my oldest is starting to hit his teenage years. It's a critical time. Hmm. Um, you can't parent from 10 states away as effective as you can when you're 10 feet away. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was the right time. It was the right, you know, everything, everything really lined up. And it's funny how this has happened pre-COVID, right? So had I, like, stayed on the same path, I can't even imagine where I'd be at right now. I'd be like, I don't even know. I mean, like, it was like I was on a highway, and I didn't know there was a cliff at the end of the highway. I happened to be off an X-Ramp one exit early. Hmm. You know? Yes. So... Yeah, and even the fact you committed to doing that means something. Not like you were forced into it because you didn't have any shows. Well, I guess I'll get no. a job locally, right? That means a lot, I'm sure, to your to your family that you chose at that point now to say this is, you know, some people do have to travel, and that that's part of life. But it, you sure. had that choice, and so that's a that's a blessing. Can you brag on your family a little bit? Anything in particular about your your wife or your boys that uh, that you're particularly proud of or excited about? Well, I mean, just the fact that they've put up with this sort of bizarre lifestyle for yeah. all this time. I mean, you know, that in itself is like incredibly, you know, it's a story in itself. But I also didn't want that to continue. So, I mean, like, yeah. you know, we've had to make very odd, you know, concessions and very weird ways to make things work. And, and you know, at some point you just got to go, is this really the best way? You know what I'm saying? So, hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, it's. It's not easy being in a fishbowl. I mean, as a pastor and a pastor's wife and a pastor's kid, but uh, they've all handled that very well and in stride. And you know, yeah. we're in a we're in a very healthy place. So that's great. Good. That's great to hear, uh, folks. Just tuning in, we, you can get the podcast of our program a little later on uh, on our homepage at wfil.com. dot com. KJ Five Two been kind enough to hang out with us for a little while today. Uh, highly recommend. His music, um, and, and for different reasons, including most of the albums have a wide variety. Some songs are fun, some are more serious, or some are right down the middle, just fu- good grooves or whatever. I'll throw you one more difficult question, because earlier I said, what's recommended listening for someone who's brand new to your music? And you have, like, you have 15 albums or something, so you said the Jonah album, and then maybe it's pronounced 5-2 was the second album. Uh, but again, it's tough because it depends on the person listening. What's on the KJ-5-2 Mount Rushmore of favorite songs in your own cat and your own library. <laughs> you, mean, you mean just in general, or are you my my own songs? It, your, your songs. Sure. Uh, well, I have to say, uh, you know, Dear Slim would be in there mainly because you know it's probably the one that was the most. I don't know. Got the most mileage out of that one. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Dear Slim, I would say there's a song on the Jonah album called "Hold On." which is me writing to myself at three different points in my life. I mean, I'm proud of this song Rise that just came out. Uh, that's, you know, something very new, but, you know, it's rare that you write a verse and you go, yeah, I'm not writing another verse because I can't say this any better in the second verse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's rare that I would do that. Um, okay. The other two. One of the other two. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm not good at uh Shameless self-promotion. Yeah. Um, well, this is again. This is good. Game face. I yeah. think game face because that one got a lot of mileage for me. You know, in the sports world and stuff. Yeah. It's, and then. Uh, oh man. Well, see now you're being like you're being like Tom Brady, forgetting that the fourth down already happened. Because. <laughs> 
oh man, I watched that last night. That was so painful. Now that he's on our team, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> I get it. You're over 40, but don't pull that. Because you've already named four. Deer Slim, Hold On, Rise, and Game Face. So you have to turn the, you have to turn the ball over to me. <laughs> okay, there you go. I did. I turned it over. I'm like, go, guys. We will hurry up offense. The game's over. Um, sit down. Well, I like the song Thank You. Uh, okay. We've played that song a lot. Uh, and that's, uh, I'm trying to remember, that was 10, 10 That was all behind the music. Behind the music. Yeah, yeah, it's just a beautiful song. And anyway, it's, it's a song to your mom, to your dad, and to the Lord, right? Uh, the three verses, yeah. if I remember correctly. I like the song uh, Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> and that that's from, is that from uh, I do like that one. Collaborations? It is, yep. Okay, Nursery Rhymes. and it, my, my kids will quote that song. And even when I go to hug my daughter, Tess, or something, I'm like, do you want me to come closer? No. She'll say, no, get away. And I'm like, you would. <laughs> and so we go back and forth. We have a lot of fun with that. Well, um, Staying family together. That's we, what I'm here to do. <laughs> in more ways than one, because Game Face is also on my list. We used to play that on the way to Toby's soccer games. There's a pump-up song. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, also from the Mental CD, is the, uh, Island of the Misfit Toys. Oh, yes. I would have put that one on there. That would be my fifth one. Okay. So that's like if we go into overtime. Um, yeah. But that's a very powerful song. Maybe we yeah. can conclude on that. And just uh, share, share a little bit about how that song came together, because you really cover a lot of ground in that song. Yeah. Um, so initially, the, the, the idea was from a movie called The uh, Inevitable Person Being a Wallflower, where... Uh, Emma Stone leads into the other character and he kind of like joins the group and she says, welcome to the island of Mr. Toys. And it just was so prolific in the way it was said. Now, obviously, I knew the original was from, you know, Rudolph Red Nose Rangers, but um, right. I just I just heard that phrase and I went, huh, and I wrote it down. And then, you know, I'm a big fan of like 80s, you know, John Hughes movies. That's like, you know, the soundtrack of my childhood. So, you know, there's the scene in Breakfast Club where Ali Sheedy comes walking out and she's kind of had this transformation and there's this really, like, big, like, sound bed underneath it. So sonically, I kept thinking, of, man, it's just that, that's the sound bed I wanted to sound like, you know. Hmm. So it's just those two things kind of coming together. And then really it was just me writing a really simple verse. It wasn't anything super prolific. Um, and then, you know, I, at the time, got to know the Social Club guys they seemed like a really good group to connect with on the song. Um, there was a singer by the name at the time, Spazzy Rocket. He's got a different name now, uh, who had just this very unique tone to his voice. And um, it all came together, you know. And I still, you know, I still have a heart for youth. And that song is still kind of resonates, you know. Like that's what's so weird about it. Like I'm, like, I'm writing about my own childhood, but it affects other people's. If so. folks want to keep up with you. I'm sure you're all over the place, um, social media wise and all that. But if they want to get in the loop or newsletter wise or the latest hot deal in the oven or whatever, is there a best way to start that process? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can sign up for my email newsletter at kj52.com. You can follow me on Instagram, kj52 Instagram, kj52 is my Facebook page. Um, Probably those are the two main ones I use quite a bit. Okay. Um, But yeah. It's good stuff, my friend. I'm on the, t- I'm on the talk ticks and all that stuff, too, but that's amazing. 
<laughs> That's funny. Well, and I should, but you, you you mentioned the bed of the song um, "Island of the Misfit Toys." I think people should know that the th- I, and I may have told you this before, but the theme music to our program is based on the intro. is is, is from one of your songs. Oh wow! I didn't know that. It's true. Birthday. We used the in, the the first uh, eight bars or whatever of that. We've looped it, and it's part or whatever it is, something like that. But that's the main music. We you'll, we'll use other bumps and other fun sound bites or, or musics. But uh, but birthday dun 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 dun, 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 dun like that whole thing is uh, what we open the show with and usually close the show with. So a funky little jam. It is, and that's hence. Yeah. And it's also it's funny because it actually it's it, it can be it can be taken in a kind of fun way but also kind of a serious way or even yeah. a newsy way or it's time to get going way and uh yeah so kj is in every pretty much every single show like like alfred hitchcock <laughs> in the background oh my gosh <laughs> in all of his movies man so high praise i don't know what to say <laughs> exit out the exit stage left yeah anything people can pray for you about and then we'll let you go go for a run they can pray that I don't uh, get attacked by manatees while I go running through these Florida swamplands in just a minute. I had Reese Roper from Five Iron Frenzy in studio with us years ago. I'm trying to help management understand why Five Iron Frenzy is great to have on our air. They had songs like Dandelions, which are really, well, despite all the other super aggressive songs, folks might mis- misunderstand them by or whatever. Or whatever, not a misunderstand, but. And I said, Reese, how can people pray for you? And he leaned up to the microphone and put his finger, and he goes, please pray for the booger in my nose. <laughs> something like something like that. It was like, Reese, my general manager is listening. He's driving in. Can you give me something? So from boogers to manatees, thank you for that <laughs> heartfelt request. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're dangerous. <laughs> Remind Remind me to never ask that question again. Uh, and by the way, because I don't know when I'll have you on again, I will tell you that um, the song Give Me That Chicken also gets a lot of play in our house. Scared to help. <laughs> well, Chick-fil-A, is it goes a long way. The lines are like into the street around here. I don't know about You guys have Chick-fil-A, right? They're all over the place, right? Yeah, of course. All right. The Lord's perfect chicken. <laughs> it's... Now I'm getting hungry. All right, brother. Hi, right, man. KJ, have a great day. You too. All right, brother. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. That'll do it for today. Jim Maxim, K, uh, KJ, X413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.